0: Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast. Today is the very first day of a new year. It's January 1st, 2023. And our topic today, very fitting for the first day of a new year, is titled, What is the purpose of my life? When we look at an Old Testament story about the prophet Nehemiah, way back in Persia, he was about to discover through a series of events in his life, what was the purpose in his life? Can we, too, kind of turn the page to this new chapter in our lives, 2023, and can we very intentionally live with purpose and meaning? You know, when we know our purpose and we feel like we're contributing to our world and the world around us and we have meaning in our life, Our life is enhanced, and we feel like we're accomplishing something, and we feel like we are really able to use our gifts and our graces. I read this week about the terrible war that took place in 1940 in Europe, and Europe was in a terrible time of crisis, and this is when uh, the Germans were under a terrible rule of Adolf Hitler, and the Germans had taken over much of Eastern Europe. And they were sweeping towards Western Europe and England. In less than two weeks, the the Nazi government had taken over the Netherlands and Luxembourg and Belgium had fallen. And France was next on their radar. And during that time, the prime minister of England, his name was Neville Chamberlain, he really was kind of duped and he wasn't seeing things in reality, and he resigned. It was left to the leader, Winston Churchill to take over and try to pull together uh, uh, with a sense of purpose how to to maintain democracy and how to to win this war. The future of Europe would largely depend on his leadership. He woke up the night that this took place at 3 a.m. and his mind was racing, and he knew that the work that he would do was so very important. And he wanted to instill safety in the lives of his citizens and citizens around the world with democracy. And he knew very vitally what his purpose was and what his meaning of his life was at that time. Can we live our lives with a great sense of purpose? You know, we all have gifts. Um, some people are gifted in other areas. I'm not gifted uh, musically, but some people have musical talents. Some people have very good speaking skills and are very good with relationships. Some people are introverted, extroverted. You know, our world is filled with many different people with all different types of gifts. And when we all work together, it really makes the world a beautiful place. But as we use our gifts, our talents, then we are able to fulfill God's purpose in our life. He made us. He wants us to use our gifts and our graces. God has a purpose for your life too. Think about it. It's the first day of January. What are we going to do with these next 12 months? You know, an individual who may illustrate this better is the Old Testament character, Nehemiah. You see, Nehemiah lived 586 years before Christ. And at that time, the Babylonians had invaded Judah and destroyed Jerusalem. They tore down the temple that Solomon built there, and that city was in disarray for 100 years, but Nehemiah, he took that upon his heart as a concern that he really wanted to restore that city, and he never lost sight of that sense of purpose and his concern. Let's talk about three areas today that suggest those type of actions. The first one is you need to cultivate concern. You know, Churchill spent years learning and preparing and strategizing of how to protect his citizens, how to protect that part of the world with democracy. And because God had given him a concern about the safety of his people and his nation, purpose always begins with a God-given concern. So the question I ask you today, what are you concerned about? When we pause and reflect, what is on your heart and your mind? What is an area of concern you, might, you have? It might be a God-given concern. Nehemiah's concern for Jerusalem. The walls were all torn down. The walls were very important it protected the city. The gates had been burned, so there was no security there. He mourned this. He fasted and prayed about what he could do to turn this city around and make it a safe place for his people as well. God's purpose will always begin with a God-given concern in your life. Someone once said that it's something that sticks with you. Sometimes we have concerns and ideas, but something that really sticks on your heart might be a God-given concern or something that maybe you can tackle. First, we all realize that not everyone is going to share your concern. What you have a concern for, you may try to convince other people to join your team. They They may not do that. And secondly, we have to realize that not everyone has a concern to do anything about it. They may know there's a problem, but they say, yeah, let someone else do that. Thirdly, we have to realize that God gives a concern before he provides a solution. You know, Nehemiah was a servant for a period of time before he was a leader. He was the cupbearer to the king, meaning anything, food or drink that came across the table, he had to taste it for the king's safety, and he had no authority. But eventually, he did become a leader. But during that time, don't abandon your concern. Cultivate your concern. Learn as much as you can about what you might be able to do. And then to pray about it. Say, God, how can you use me to make a difference? Somebody has said there are many things in life that will catch your eye, but only a few that will catch your heart. When something is an emotional, heartfelt concern, that is something that we can that we can work upon. The second thing is to focus on the eternal. In the book of Ecclesiastes, there's a quote that says, He has made everything beautiful in his time. He has set eternity in the human heart. Yet no one can fathom what God has done from the beginning to the very end. God has a purpose and a plan. And sometimes using our gifts and our abilities. To make some change in the world is a part of God's plan. Nehemiah's concern wasn't really about a wall. He wasn't concerned about a wall. His concern was about God's people taking their rightful place in God's plan. The third thing we have to do is to concentrate our energy. Nehemiah the prophet, he overcame years of discontent. Nehemiah overcame years of discontent and opposition. But then in in Nehemiah chapter 6 in the Old Testament, we read that the wall then has been rebuilt and it's complete. But Nehemiah had many enemies that were stirring up trouble. His response was, I am doing a great work that I cannot come down from. He was determined to follow through and to see his task completed. He knew to accomplish his purpose, he would have to watch out for the greatest enemy Of purpose, and that is distractions. He stayed focused. He concentrated his energy until he got it done. Now, I know it's a new year. I know you're not a Churchill. You're not not trying to, to, to save democracy in your part of the world that I know of. You may not be Nehemiah, where you're trying to rebuild an ancient city, but there might be something on your mind, something that's in your heart And you're saying, I have a concern. What can I do about it? This new year, I hope we all take some concerted efforts to observe the world around us that sometimes is hurting, sometimes is going through difficult times, people we may know, circumstances where we can maybe make a difference. I once read a poem. It's very simple, but it, it goes like this. And We'll close our podcast today by sharing it. It says, I am only one, but still I am one. I cannot do everything, but I can do something. And because I cannot do everything, I will not refuse to do this something I can do. My prayer for you is that this year, you tackle that something. That we all find a way to make our world a little brighter and a little cheerier. May God bless you, and I wish for you a happy new year. God bless you.